Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'll tell you what I've been thinking about, Jordan. Do do I want to know? Do I want to know? Is this uh, gonna be? Is this gonna be so so twisted that I'm like, uh, okay, <laughs> TMI. Jordan. Is that how I'm going to be when you tell me what you've been thinking? Jordan, you know that when I'm left to myself, I start having thoughts that are, well, gosh, there's only one way to describe them. Twisted. Jeez. Not since Jamie Kennedy unleashed his experiment <laughs> upon the world has such a twisted mind Jordan. brought us so much randomness. Jordan, I take twisted randomness to the extreme. Man, I am. I'm. I. I. I can't believe how random this is going to be. I'm bracing myself. I'm anyway. gonna. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it now. Yeah. Uh, whatever, dude. There, I've said it. <laughs> I've got. I've said my piece. So now you can say your thing, and then Brian, you can just edit that. Me saying, uh, whatever, dude, and you can just put it behind that. Jordan, I'm gonna. I'm gonna not to just, create work for you, but I'm just gonna lay down a React for Brian to use, just okay. in case his mic's not working. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Brian. Use that for you. If your mic's not working, use that for your reaction to what I'm about to talk about. So Brian, actually, I'll, Brian, can I give you some yeah. options? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that happened. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. Uh, check, please. Just, Jordan, if it helps, just know that what I'm going to say is totally random. Okay, here, I'm going to do one okay. more. Yeah. One more. Oh, come on! <laughs> okay, I think you can do this. use the second one. I know, I've just been thinking about hot dogs. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's just thinking a lot about hot dogs, you know. H-doggers? Yeah. That's, Jesse? That's another thing to call them. That's I... what Jamie Kennedy would probably call them if he were here right now. Jesse, I know I was theorizing about how random that was going to be, but I had yeah. no idea, dude, uh-huh. Yeah, how, how just totally. out of left field you were going to come with that. Hot dogs? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. What are we talking about here? Relish? Come on. <laughs> so you've been, ha- you've been thinking about dogs. Have you been making dogs at home? Have you been grilling? There's always dogs going here at my house. Um, but the reason I was thinking about dogs is I went to the world-famous Dodger Stadium the other night. Yes. And uh, while I was there, I bought something that they sell at Dodger Stadium, which is a helmet full of French fries mm. dressed in the manner of nachos. So like a, like a fry show? Yeah, like a, okay. like a fry show. Exactly. But in a helmet. Right. So your head is protected afterwards. Not from cheese sauce. Your head is subjected to cheese sauce, but protected from projectiles. And yeah, and I think, um, you know, this has come up on the show before, but, you know, my baseball attendance is, you know, maybe once a year uh, I'll go to a game. And I am always surprised at how far away from Ice Cream Sunday they've branched out. Vis-a-vis what will be served in a helmet. Yeah. 
They really, it's, you're in a sea of helmets. Yeah. At any given time as you sit in the stands because of the sheer volume of foods that are served in helmets. So I got this nacho-like thing made with French fries. Right. Served in a helmet with carne asada on top. And I paid for this, Jordan, $16. Mm-hmm. And that's not, look, some people are going to think that's a flex. Uh, the reality is this was playoff baseball, Jordan. Sure. It's not about yeah. the money. It's about the passion. Yeah. Okay, so I'm there. I pay my $16. I get this helmet full of French fry nachos. And I'm eating it. And you know what I thought to myself while I was eating it? Hmm. This sucks. I should have just got a hot dog. Yeah. I should have just got a fucking hot dog. I, I, I overthought it. Right. I'm at the fucking baseball game. Just eat a fucking hot dog. Don't try and get some fucking helmet full of French fries that they turn into yeah. nachos. Of course it sucked. They don't know how to make French fries. They don't know how to turn them into nachos. Boy, yeah. I mean, I think we are really living in a golden age. And when it comes to French fries, a golden brown age. Thank you. Of Wait a minute. Do you think that was a little random? It was a little bit random. You're okay. rubbing off on me. You're rubbing yeah. off on me, JK. <laughs> I call you Jamie Kennedy now. Uh, wait a minute. Rubbing off on you? Uh, twisted. Uh, dude, that is not what I meant, no homo. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, we are really living in a golden age of, like, crazy ass. Jordan, I would probably yes, rub, rub one off on you if that's what you wanted. Because I love you. We've been friends Thanks, for a man. long time. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. You're welcome. It's nice to know. I'd have to run it by my wife. <laughs> I'm going to bank that. <laughs> yeah. If you could write that on a little coupon and give it to me for my birthday. You know what? I already wrote it down on a piece of paper and mailed it to myself so I could register it with the WGA. Yeah, that's good. That's a good tip. You can do it through yeah. the website if you want oh, to. Oh, great. Save yourself a stamp. Um, we are living in a golden age of like crazy food thing that looks cool on Instagram but in reality sucks because it just has too much stuff on it. Yeah. And the stuff is not of a of a high quality. And and I feel that. And I feel like, you know, and we've talked about my Instagram algorithm before on the show. Um and it is mainly shit like that. Um it gets me, you know. It just fucking gets me. It's in my head, it gets me. And yeah, and I am sometimes tempted to like drive to gardenia to get a like tater tot filled chorizo burrito that is also deep fried and on a stick yeah but i just have to tell myself i know this looks good it is probably not actually good let's introduce our guest because i want to fold her into this conversation Please. Just as one might fold tater tots into a chorizo burrito before mm-hmm. impaling it upon a stick and deep frying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is uh, a comic, she's a comedy writer, she's one of the co-hosts of the Tights and Fights podcast. She's a great pal of ours, Danielle Radford. Hi, Danielle. Hi, thank you. So I have been taking notes and I have a lot of things to say about the things that you have said. This is why you book Radford. Uh, far, this is why you book as, Radford. Uh, okay, go, okay, go, go, go. Let's hear it. First, as far as drops go, can I offer a wah, 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 or a, oh my God, or a, 
oh girl no nah, or a snap 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 okay, okay thank you danielle as far as dodgers <laughs> things go yeah. you can actually order a bunch of those over uh over uber uh and they are really terrible never order a dodger dob over uber but i definitely have a dodger helmet and also if you order dodger popcorn they just send you a like plastic bucket and give you microwave popcorn it's very upsetting also <laughs> i will not participate in jamie kennedy slander i don't know him um um let's keep going yep. safeco is the best stadium in the world and if you wanted to order something weird at safeco i promise you it would be the best weird thing that you have ever had um I think that two dudes rubbing off each other on birthdays is just the way that you celebrate birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think that that's how we should do yeah. it forever and forever more. Um, and Instagram food is fine. Just don't get anything with charcoal because it makes your tummy hurt. And now we're caught up. Hi, hello. Hi, Danielle. Oh, great to have you here. We did it. We did it. <laughs> we sure did. Also, I have a burp in here somewhere, and it's Great, gonna come perfect. out during the podcast, the and I can't timing. help it. Oh no, 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 I can't make it happen. It's just gonna happen. And it's gonna be gross and disgusting, but it yeah. is in there. I'll try and get one brewing too. Here, I'll take a sip of my drink, and maybe after you do yours, I'll, I'll follow up. Oh, I then... won't have a choice to when I do mine. It'll just happen. Like, um, you know, it's like Christmas. Like, if you it keep waiting, happens. no, no, no. If like if you keep waiting for Santa Claus to show up, he's never going to show. Or like waiting right. for water to boil. Um, but if you go to sleep and you wake up a very special boy, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna burp really loud. By the way, on Jordan's last birthday, I uh, woke up a very special boy. So (laughs) this is what I was thinking. I went to to two games, uh, two consecutive days at at Dodger Stadium. And the second day, I just went to the Dodger Dog Express booth. I didn't try and get fancy. My son Oscar was there with me. He wanted to eat hot dogs. I said, great, let's eat some hot dogs. I got a super Dodger Dog. He got a standard Dodger Dog. What's the difference? Wolf... Uh, one's larger. Okay. But the bun is the, the same size? Yeah. I don't know, man. Y'all the whole thing, confuse it's a, me. It's one of those. They're confusing and scary, <laughs> and I don't like it. It's one of those upsells that you're like, look, I need the extra dog, so I'm going to pay the extra $4, but I don't like that I have to pay $4 for this extra bit of dog. Right. So I, as I ate the hot dog, I this is what I thought to myself. They recently changed the provider of Dodger dogs, the famous dogs of Dodger Stadium. This season, there's a new company making Dodger dogs. Dodger dogs, of course, are exactly the same. The reason being that all hot dogs are the same. Can't even really tell the difference between a beef hot dog and a pork hot dog. Danielle, you you have a a counterpoint. Absolutely untrue. Okay. (laughs) We'll talk about this after Jesse tells his story. And and, and again, and I'm glad to know that you are taking notes so we can circle back. Oh, no, I'm taking a lot of notes. Well, could you mind giving me the notes after class? (laughs) Oh, I spaced. (laughs) (laughs) So... uh, what I thought as yeah. I ate this hot dog, which, by the way, at Dodger Stadium right now, because of COVID regulations, all you can get is ketchup and mustard. There's no other choices because anything that comes... Can't crank the old onion crank. Exactly. Anything that comes in a trough right. or out of a tube, you can't have. You can only get little packets of ketchup and mustard mm-hmm. for whatever health reasons. And uh, so I'm just, eating a, a, I'm just eating a hot dog with some mustard on it is what I was eating. 
In Chicago, they would say that's the only way that you should eat one, but they're wrong. Their whole thing is about, (laughs) what about the sport peppers? What about sport peppers? They don't actually do that. Like everyone says that's a Chicago Don. They don't actually do that. They just eat hot dogs with (laughs) mustard. It's fine. I was eating this hot dog, thinking to myself that I couldn't tell the difference between this and the original Dodger dog that I'd eaten a year previously at Dodger Stadium. Um... And this is the thought that I had to myself. A hot dog is not a great food. A hot dog peaks, for me, at around 7 out of 10. That's the best hot dog I've ever eaten in my life was what you might call good. Okay? Now, the worst hot dog I've ever eaten in my life it's maybe a six out of 10. Sure. <laughs> that is what I would call pretty good. So the range goes from pretty good to good. Yeah. You know what you're getting. It's like an episode of the Jamie Kennedy experiment. I don't know that <laughs> man. I, I don't can't know. comment. <laughs> I feel, I like, feel terrible look, for him. Jordan, Jordan, worked, Jordan worked with Jamie on the sitcom Fran's World. Oh, Is that yeah. the name of the show? Sure. Living Fran's with Fran, World. my first PA Living job. Thank you. Jamie Kennedy, inexplicably a producer, and I would sometimes pick him up in a little golf cart. Yeah. Producer is just another word for we don't know what to pay you. Yeah. There you go. Uh, the, the thought that I wondered as I was eating that hot dog, is there any food with so high a floor and modest a ceiling as a hot dog, does any other food exist in such a narrow band? Because I thought to myself, pizza, right? Yeah, I was thinking that. No, I, was I was thinking, thinking that. No, I was thinking pizza. But think through pizza because yeah. pizza is, and I don't think anyone present or anyone listening would dispute, pizza is the world's greatest food. It's an extraordinary food, an incredible invention, well, pizza. wait, we're also discounting, obviously, this is like a general world's greatest food. So we have to discount yeah. anything that your omas or opas or anything that like yes. any, anything your family made, like your mom's chicken yes. soup, like yes. we're discounting all yeah. of that. And we're Me-ma's saying- Mima's jambalaya. Yes. So we're saying out of- any food out of all the foods, pizza's the greatest. I don't know. It's. A, I mean, it's a, what it, you... it has to be in the conversation. I think it's, you it's have, in it's the conversation. And I, I, yeah. I... So look, I'm not here to okay. look. We're not putting together an NCAA bracket for greatest food, which could. pizza would obviously win. Maybe because we would be but... the first podcast to ever do a bracket. <laughs> Yeah. No one's ever talked about which garbage food is the best food before. No, we this would is be all, the first time. This is all brand new ground. No one's ever to done To be that. fair, Jordan, we did do a bracket on our podcast in like 2006. I'm sure we did. <laughs> um, so anyway. We're breaking new ground. We're like, we're fucking, we're the stooges, man. This so it all starts here. Anyway. So let's take the example. Take the example of pizza. Yeah. Pizza is, if not the single greatest food of all time, certainly in the pantheon of the greatest foods of all time. Mm. Mm-hmm. But you bring me pizza from a, an indifferent pizza chain right. or a low-quality pizza chain, 
do you bring me a, I mean, everyone has their own feelings about what chain is what, but for me, if I, if I am served Little Caesar's pizza, I will take it, I will bite it, and I will give it a three. It is not the worst food I've ever eaten, but I'm not happy to be eating it. Okay. Okay. If I'm hungry, I'll eat it because it's there. I'm at some kind of meeting for a club in my the law school my wife went to. It's the primary context in which. Or let's say I'm at the community center. I'm 12. I'm at the community center for a day camp. Are you trying to save it through dance? <laughs> yes. You're planning the break dance uh, competition. Yes. So... Uh, you know, you I eat it and I wash it down with some bug juice, okay? And I give it a three. It maybe or maybe it's just you know you're in uh you're in Maine, you're in rural Maine, and there's a pizzeria and it's just the only pizzeria within forty minutes drive, and so they don't have to be good, so it's terrible, and it's a three or a four, okay? The best pizza you have ever ate. No doubt about it. That's a 10. Sure. Pizza is the the narrowest other band I can think of. Think of how bad a bad cheeseburger is. It sucks. Boy, I'm, you know, I'll maybe have that. I'm, to me, yeah, I'll maybe have that bad cheeseburger and be kind of really? okay with it in the same way that you would be okay with a bad hot dog. Yeah, like wow. I would definitely have bad fries. In the way that you would have that. Yeah, maybe dog. fries is it. Maybe it is fries. Maybe like, but I mean, I guess you can't have fucking bomb ass awesome fries though. At worst, they're like weird kind of soggy potatoes or they're like, you know, so burnt that they're just chips and right. chips are dope. I guess yeah. even with fries. I don't fries, mind a burnt fry. <laughs> even with fries, if they're bad, I still want between eight and ten yeah you know yeah so the fries that i ate at the ball game yeah i would describe them as having the taste of if you took a russet potato and chopped it into a fat fry shape and boiled it insufficiently right Mm. not so insufficiently that it's inedible Mm -hmm. but enough to where it has a certain toothsome quality sure. that you're not looking for in a french fry <laughs> you know what i think i got it jesse okay. i think i got yeah. it turkey sandwich wow <gasps> turkey sandwich huh Ooh. i guess i've had a turkey sandwich that i'm like that's really good but maybe you cannot fuck it up to being inedible maybe that's a smaller gap to me than hot dog but is there ever- to me honestly if i'm at the community center yes about to break dance for your life uh-huh. yes i don't the wrecking know balls are pulling up mm-hmm. i don't know what the cooking was like at your community centers danielle and jordan but at the upper noe playground or at the saint mary's recreation center the top two community centers in my childhood there was not a lot of chefs on staff, but food was served. Okay, if you're in the summer program, if you're there for a day-long basketball camp, whatever, food will be served to you because you are provided food because you are poor. So they give you food, but there's no one there to prepare the food. In that context... 
a turkey sandwich is some white bread mm-hmm. that's a little weird. Mm-hmm. It's either like not quite all the way unfrozen or a little stale, something along those sure. lines. Sure. Mm-hmm. Some mayonnaise. Oh, and, fancy boy. And, mm-hmm. I know, right? And some slices of uh, Safeway brand turkey. That to me is a little clammy and a little gross. I would still eat the shit out of that. At that at that event, if there's hot dogs, even if they're just being pulled out of a vat of boiling water, they're not being grilled, right. just being pulled out of a vat of boiling water, put into a generic hot dog bun, and there's ketchup and mustard in little packets. I'm choosing a hot dog every single time. Look, oh, I will are say we, this. I could, okay, yeah. hold on. I thought we were talking about I thought we were talking about size of gap. I'm, t- but that's Which, the what thing. What do you prefer? So, yes, what, hot no. dogs are better than turkey sandwiches. I, right. I thought well, the exercise thing, was what something between. with a similar gap. Yeah. I'm talking about gap on the side of of fine. I'm talking about fineness because the gap between that hot dog that I get at the rec center. And if I go to some fancy hot dog store where they put kimchi on it or whatever, mm-hmm. is, a, is a gap of one out of ten. One and a half out uh, of ten. Uh, it's Jesse, still basically just a, a, a crunchy salt to it. I Danielle, have what do you had got? the worst hot dog I ever had when I ordered, I'm telling you, when I ordered a Dodger dog from a food app. And they brought it to me. And I don't know who was making this. I don't know who was making this. I don't think it came all the way from Dodger Stadium. I think that there was like an auxiliary location. It was the worst hot dog I have ever had to the point where I was like, I will microwave a hot dog and put it inside of a sad, lonely piece of regular white bread and fold it up the way that we did after school when we were all children. Um, it was like super garbage. Was- okay, so Danielle, there's two stress tests for my theory. Here. Mm-hmm. One is is the sort of subset of the theory that suggests all hot dogs are pretty good, no matter how they're they're styled. You know, Chicago dog mm-hmm. with celery salt mm-hmm. and sport peppers and whatever, 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 or well, uh, Seattle dog. Seattle dog. L.A. dog. Seattle so dog. He, okay. So there's two stress Seattle tests. Seattle dog. So what is? Thank yeah, you, no, Actually, I don't know. Can Number, you explain this? I don't know what the Seattle dog is. Can you explain it? A yeah. So this is dog. one of the Danielle. <laughs> this is one of the stress tests. So let me set Danielle yes, up here, Jordan. Please. This theory is a pretty strong theory because you can put grilled onions on a hot dog. You can put relish on a hot dog. You can put ketchup on a hot dog or not put ketchup on a hot dog. It's still a hot dog. It's still pretty good. It's all about the same. But the city of Seattle has created a hot dog that tests that theory. It is a. Absolutely it will see how not. far that theory bends before it breaks. Danielle, what is a Seattle hot oh dog? Oh my God, sir! This this is testing our friendship. This is on the level. <laughs> this is above the level of Jamie slander. So <laughs> apparently, everybody's a huge Jamie Kennedy fan. All of a sudden, <laughs> a Seattle dog yes. is when you go because they have a. We have a lot of vendors in Seattle that that do street vending for for hot dogs. So you get a beautiful, plump, 
Polish dog. Split it down the middle and you grill it until it, it is just fine and gorgeous. And then you take a bun that has also been grilled and you plop that motherfucker on top of it. And then you put a bunch of caramelized onions on top. And then, and here's where people are going to say that I'm crazy, but I'm not crazy. <laughs> I have wild eyes right now, but I'm not crazy. <laughs> she does. We can confirm. We're looking at the Zoom and Danielle's eyes have grown yeah. wild. Wild. It's like it's like Dr. John five-sixths of the way through a show at Monterey Pop or something. I just, you don't understand. Um, I'm in you're, like full, full wonky mode. Um, you're someone in a Steven Spielberg movie seeing something off camera for the first time. <gasps> there it is. <laughs> um... I'm fully Doc Browning right now. It's fine. Um, <laughs> you docking, bro? I'm docking, bro. Marty, um, you take <laughs> some goddamn cream cheese. Okay. And you put it on top of that goddamn dog and then some mustard and then you eat it. It's the best thing you've ever had in your life. I have not heard of this. That is a Seattle. Yeah. Here is my experience with that sort of thing. Uh, and by that sort of thing, I mean cream cheese where cream cheese is not usually appearing. Thank you, because I expected you to say cream cheese where cream cheese doesn't belong, and we were going to have a whole fight. No, no. Where <laughs> and here's here's so my listen. I have you know I have my 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 logic brain and my lizard brain, and my mm -hmm. lizard brain went ew, but my logic brain says, hey Jordan, you know when they slip cream cheese and shit, and it's not usually in there. They're doing it for a reason. Just take Thank the you. bite. So, yes, I think I would have a a an immediate. I would be on my on my heels, but I would want to take a bite. And maybe my guess is that the bite would be good. It would be amazing. It would be like it, I'm not gonna go ahead. I'm not gonna say it's the best hot dog we've ever had. We all have our picadillos, but it is probably the best hot dog you've ever had especially like imagine it's two in the morning you're stumbling out of somewhere that's what drunk. i was gonna ask context what's where's the ideal time to get this cream cheese hot dog oh absolutely at two in the morning when bars have shut down sure wait what 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 do you think she's gonna say jordan <laughs> oh this is a this is a breakfast dog I, at a well, at a, ball, at a ball. I don't know. At, at a ball you're game. Working, a you're working cookout. the morning shift at the plant. It's four a.m. Okay. You're wiping the sleep out of your eyes and stumbling down the street mm -hmm. in your heavy work boots. But this begs and there the it question: is, the cream cheese dog. What is a breakfast dog? So okay, wait. Hold on before we get to the breakfast. What is we a breakfast dog? Need to get that. I could. You can. You can cut up a dog and put it into a scramble. The stress test. Yes. That is the Seattle dog. Uh -huh. The question of, is a hot dog pretty good, even if you do something as fucking insane hmm. as putting cream cheese and How mustard on it? fucking dare you? The, the hot dog passes slander. the the stress test. Mm -hmm. A Seattle dog, I've eaten it. It's pretty good. <laughs> you wrap it in bacon, put cream cheese on it. Put, find out what sport peppers are, acquire them, put them on there. All these things leave a hot dog pretty good. Right. That's what's so extraordinary about a hot dog. It is. A, Imagine yes. putting cream cheese and mustard on your precious turkey sandwich and having I it do that. be 
pretty good. I'm a, all of a sudden, I'm turkey sandwich guy. I was just trying no, to fucking I, do I the do podcast. That. Jesus Christ. I Jordan, look that. at your That's fucking t-shirt. It says turkey sandwich on it. It's just a brown shirt, man. You I'm went to the... Just Jordan, you to went to a podcast. fucking t-shirt shop and ordered a custom... T- Those letters are flocked, Jordan. Can I tell you? Yes. Here's the thing. Here's the worst thing that you're ever going to think that I've done, and it is delicious, <laughs> and you're going to try it, and you're going to love it. Go. Take a goddamn okay. bagel. You yep. toast that yep. bagel. Yep. You put cream cheese on that bagel. You put some turkey. You put some mustard. You cut it in half. That's a turkey fucking sandwich, my friends. And it is goddamn yeah. delectable. All right, I'm in on that. Hold on, hold on. Wait, are we are we somewhere? Are we is is the other answer to this conundrum of the food that oscillates from pretty good to good? Is it bagel? Is mm-hmm. can you have a bagel that just destroys you? Well, that it's so good. If, Maybe if you, you ever had, if, if you if you mix pizza yeah, and I know, a bagel, New York, you can have New York, a bagel the water, anytime. Yeah. Have you ever had a bagel, Jordan, at the breakfast buffet of a business hotel? Yeah. In a non-bagel area. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. Because like, is that, that is a pretty yeah. brutal food. Is that Safeway bin bagel? If you yeah. toast it and put butter on it, I think, it'll get you through a day. I think it'll be okay, right? In the same way that that bad hot dog is okay. Like, anyway, it'll get. And I know, like, an I awesome bagel is awesome. An is awesome bad. bagel is awesome. Yeah, I mean, there's a. I, I, but I'm not. I, I see where you're can you driving do that the bus too. Because you could, again, you could make a pizza bagel, um, mm-hmm. which, which. I have done. Yeah, um, you can not make a bagel. You can have pizza anytime. Anytime you can do. So Let's say here, getting that. ready for the morning shift at the plant. Sure. <laughs> the whistle's blowing. You're punching your punching your time card. Um, Danielle, you were saying that there is some crazy stadium food that you think is pretty good, actually, though, right? Oh well, Seattle has like. We so we fully embraced, and some of it is maybe a little racist. Um, but when we got Ichiro, we were full in, and our sister, um, baseball city is a city in Japan, and so we have the Ichi roll, which is a sushi place, which is in, and now that I say it, it sounds terrible. So the <laughs> Mariners have the best stadium food per worst baseball team, I would say ratio in history. <laughs> wow. <laughs> our stadium food is Barna. And our team, I guess we're doing well now. I don't know. But our team is like not great. Um, usually. We have like people who are great and then they get snatched by the Yankees and then we never see them again. And uh, yeah, our stadium food is like really good. Uh, our hot dogs are good. We have like these amazing actual like sit down restaurants where it's like our fries are uh, at default. These fries that are served with sauteed, not garlic powder, sauteed caramelized garlic inside the fries. Like Dang, that's okay. like a whole thing. Okay. Yeah. Our food's pretty good. Yeah. That sounds all right to me. I'd go to Safeco Field right now. You guys want to go to Safeco Field for dinner? <laughs> I'm all right. I've been there. I've been there this whole time, man. We're on Zoom. I could be anywhere, man. 
Holy shit. <laughs> so you just you just bring a green screen and a digital file of that uh, Ed Rusha print that's yeah. on your wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you don't know, man. I could be anywhere. I could be in your fucking basement, man. Calls from coming from inside the house, bro. <laughs> Dude, my house doesn't have a basement. Oh, it's like reading Rainbow. Jordan can be anywhere. <laughs> that song was originally about me. Yes. Uh, I would love to switch uh, topics to talk about yeah. Danielle's fucking homemade <laughs> cat. It's not. It's a tower, yes, but um, I'll go ahead and call it a palace because... Now, Jordan, are we sure this is... Re- we see this behind Danielle. Looking at Danielle on her Zoom, we see behind her a truly grand edifice yes. of the cat variety. But it's possible that she's in our basement with a green screen and this is just some digital file. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get up and stand next to it. I'm five foot nine. That baby is six foot one. Uh, Hell yeah. I, 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 did, I will say, like, I don't want to say that it, like, it's not homemade in the sense that, like, I discovered I was the first person to ever make a cat tower, but I bought a very large one and I put it together myself with my own stupid hands. Yes. Wow. That's extraordinary. So... I don't, I've never had a cat. What is a cat tower, what is cat furniture for? I feel like I go to a cat person's house and there's cat furniture. What is its role in the cat's life? Um, In my experience, you make cat furniture because you want to make them love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Because it's the only way to make them like you. Um, do they like you when you do it? They uh, just like the. Do it, they like the cat furniture? There's a secondary a, it, question. It took a year, but I think they like me now. Yeah, you yeah. have like kind of, sort of new cats, right? Like newish cats. Mm-hmm. New to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've and been they've been whole individuals without me, so I don't want to claim that they didn't come. It's like it's like they adopted me. That, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Who yeah. adopted who? <laughs> they adopted me. They rescued me. Yeah. I I have gotten I have not I have not gotten my cat a tower of that magnitude. Um would she love me more if I would? Yes. Perhaps. But honestly, I don't need any more love. We're all we're all full up here. Oh, uh, um, okay, Sorry. well, first of all, uh, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just have oh, so much love. My cats love me. It took <laughs> no effort. I, you, y'all can't see me. I'm making um, sarcastic air quotes. Y'all, my cats love mm-hmm. me. Oh, it took no effort. Okay, well, great. Uh, my weirdo adopted feral, like, uh, rescues. Stop looking at me. Mommy's at work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. They literally, they get so weird when I'm talking to the people in the screen. They don't know how to handle it. Yeah. And they do not like it. Um, but yeah, like they, uh, uh, it took me a second because they're like bonded, weird, feral, ginger nightmares. Yeah. Um, and so for a while, only one of them would come up to me and like snuggle up on me and try to get a lot of attention while I'm here, which will probably happen while we're doing this. And uh, so that's Ripley. And then Hudson would just like get on my bed and stare at me as I slept. Yeah. And then one day about... A month and a half ago, I I don't know what I did, but I touched Hudson in such a way where he goes, 
Oh, oh. And he like got what mm. petting was all about. And now like he will, I will straight up wake up with him on my chest <laughs> staring at me like, why aren't you touching me, mother? Wow. <laughs> It's like that time, you know, it's like when you like hear Radiohead and you're like, oh, what's this? This is just kind of like some noise. And then you're like, oh, I fucking get it now. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. This is. Or like when you're in college and you have a girlfriend that knows about prostates. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sure. Wow. Except in this case, it's like literally a cat learning that he really likes being touched right in between his ears. That's really beautiful. I feel like yeah. we just had an audio version of one of those Dodo videos. Mm. Yeah. And also, I just it. learned a lot about Jesse, and I feel really close to you right now. <laughs> Not like prostate Thanks, close, but like close. Right. Like, yeah. 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 Maybe taint close. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Taint nothing. Um, taint for nothing. That's for sure. Taint, Danielle. Taint. That's really beautiful. Yeah, I've not gotten I've not gotten my cat any like I've gotten her like smaller scratchers which she doesn't really care about. I think she just wants to destroy a couch. Mm-hmm. Um something about it being a couch makes it more appealing and uh, My Jordan, my mom used to get me smaller scratchers every year for my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> in your Christmas yeah. <laughs> dad at the liquor now, store. Now she gets me mega millions. Oh, oh my yeah. uncle! My uncle gets me one dollar scratches for my birthday, and is like, "If you win, you have to share the profits with me." <laughs> That's bullshit. That's total bullshit. By the way. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and a um, but I just found I got a new couch not too long ago, and did not want her to ruin it. And I found a really great tape um, that uh, it looks a little bit bad. I will be perfectly honest. The tape looks kind of bad on the couch you can kind of see it it could just be that i'm being self-conscious but the tape looks a little bad but she does not destroy the couch so uh, yeah that's what that's a- for because they were destroying my couch so that's why yeah. you get and then i would again like they didn't like me at all they used to hide underneath the couch and then when i would leave they would like scamper so i had total step mommy syndrome where i was like you like oh. me do you want to like me i built you this town you can have ice cream for dinner <laughs> yeah <laughs> we'll have hot dogs every day. They have, oh, hot very, dogs. they have a very small margin of mediocrity. <laughs> <laughs> I made you a scramble. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I fuck them up, they'll still be pretty good. <laughs> um, so yeah, that is my, uh, but yeah, she is, she's not interested in like smaller scratchers. So I guess I wonder if I did go full cat tower, would is it just that these scratchers I'm buying her are not big enough? You know, do you, guys, you get what I'm saying? Well, each of them has a scratcher on it. Like each each level in the tower has a scratcher on it. Um, so they have like little opportunities to scratch. What is the evolutionary? Why, why do cats scratch sofas? What is that about? Is there, is there uh, a theory? I think the theory is that cats um, ain't shit. And I think uh-huh. that that's uh-huh. why they they scratch at stuff because like they ain't shit. They don't care about your shit. Um, yeah. And so they're just like, I I own this now. It's mine. It's sort of a fuck all y'all situation. Yeah, it's definitely right. a fuck all y'all situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh, baby. It's like it's a, a fuck all y'all how situation. How a cat backs away while giving the double bird. If, you, right. if you've ever seen the movie Cats, um, and you all should. <laughs> There is yeah. a moment where Dame Judi Dench 
the Dame Judy Dents, turns to the camera and says, in case you don't know, a cat isn't a dog and it will blow your fucking mind. She does look directly into the camera when she says it. It's very weird. I mean, no, really, it's super hot. Everyone. Well, she's super everyone, hot. Like, what are you going to do? I slid off my chair. Like, there's nothing <laughs> to be done. Everyone involved in Cats was so committed. The commitment in Cats is really, is really The miraculous. people are professionals. These yeah. are professionals, Jordan. These people care. Yeah. You think... Do you really think James Corden is bringing a C game to the film of Cats? No Mm-mm. fucking way. No way. This guy's taking home run cuts all night long. Sure. Or I mean, cricket, maybe, maybe, cricket run cuts. Maybe he <laughs> phones it in during Machine Gun Kelly's carpool karaoke, but not Cats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel bad he's, for the- He's co- mad that he didn't, that he didn't bring uh, uh, the lady from Transformers. Megan Fox. Megan Fox. Yeah. Megan Fox, thanks. He's oh James Corden's um, mad that Jesse, Machine do Gun me Kelly a favor. Bring Megan Fox. Jesse, yeah. you're not going to get this, yeah. but it's going to be really funny for me to do. Okay. I'm going to say, Great. you smell mm-hmm. like hot dogs. Okay. And I need you to say, I mm-hmm. am hot dogs. Okay. Great. Are you ready? I'll Are you ready? That. One, two, three. Okay. You smell like hot dogs. I am hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Danielle, can I ask a question? Yes. What's that? <laughs> um, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are like a, a weird couple. And I guess like she, when they first met, she went up to him and said, you smell like weed. And he goes, to, he looks at her dead in her Megan Fox gorgeous eyes and says, I am weed. No way. Yes, fucking way. Uh, oh, God, I want that. <laughs> I, why can't I have that? Why did that? I want that. I know. Mm. Don't we all? I just want to be friends with Bumblebee. Yeah. The movie Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Okay. Bumblebee is a really good movie. I feel weird because no one else likes it because it's part of the Transformers thing. And like, I get it. I get it. All those movies were good. But Bumble- But a lot of people. I think everyone liked Bumblebee, right? I've been trying to convince my kids to watch Bumblebee with me because everybody liked Bumble. You know, when you have children, they only want to watch you know, Wonder Woman 2 or whatever. They never want to watch the one that doesn't suck. No, yeah. I w- and I heard Bumblebee is, is it's pretty really good. good. I'd love to watch it. I'm so desperate like to your watch kids, like your two kids and a half stars and above. Like your kids just want to watch Batman and Robin. Yes. I mean, to be fair, I only want to watch Batman and Robin. I, you um, know, there's some there's some Schumacher heads out there. There's some release the Schumacher cut people. Uh, Let me just weird. say, if uh, my kids want to watch Batman and Robin, it's fine. But we're waiting until Uncle Glenn Weldon is visiting. Okay, <laughs> when Uncle Glenn's in town, we can all watch Batman and Robin, and he can teach them about gay Batman stuff. Yeah, have they seen like an Adventure Time or like a Steven Universe or like a? Uh, yeah, so they do. There's a few things that they they do love. They love Steven Universe, and Steven Universe really is a, a wonderful. Oh, Steven Universe, beautiful, beautiful show. It's a really lovely show. Adventure Time connected with them a little less, but I like it. Mm. Uh, but no, I mean they want to watch a Lego whatever show. And yeah. here's the thing about Lego whatever show. All of the Lego whatever shows have better jokes in them than they need to have. Every single one of these Lego shows where it's Lego superheroes, Lego Star Wars, whatever, 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 
all of these have much better jokes than they need to. There'll be a couple jokes in an episode that are actual, just on their own merit, good jokes. Mm. The problem is that in the movies, they get Michael Cera or whatever to be in it, right? Michael Cera slander. No, this is not slander. I love <laughs> Michael Cera. The point is, Michael Cera is going to nail the joke. You know what I mean? You're ne- you never, you never for a moment have to worry about whether Galifianakis is going to get the game mm. right. Of course he mm. is. He's he fucking Zach Galifianakis. He's a fucking genius. The people on the Lego shows, mm. some of them get it right. You know what I think it is more of? What I would guess. What's that? Yeah. I think it is more of the Lego people doing the voiceover do it twice and they have to do 50 fucking episodes yeah. in a day because kids TV is so gosh damn darn cheap. I believe that. I entirely. think that's true. And I like, believe you, that like a you thousand hear, percent. Like you, Having seen... Because like in general, I think when you have a show, when you have a TV show where that has um, like stunt casted comedy people and then professional voiceover people, um, Tress McNeil, for example, the professional voiceover people kick the fucking asses of the stunt-casted comedy people down the street. And I think that the reason those stunt-casted movies turn out so good is because they have zillions more dollars than kids' TV, and you can, like... Do a million tanks, yeah. Pay Tom Hanks to come in for a couple days and then piece together his performance via microseconds. I've, I've done VO where it's, like, literally, like, I... I know what they want is I just say the line three different times in a row and then move on to the next time and say it three different times in a row. But I will say with that in mind, watch the missiles versus the machines. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, that is, that is very fun. I really like that movie. Uh, The, so we years ago at Max Fun Con, uh, Lee Unkrich spoke and he directed Toy Story 3. And he showed this clip that I will never stop thinking about. We're not, we, weren't, we weren't allowed to put it on the internet because uh, he only is allowed to show it like privately. Mm. But it was a clip of a scene from Toy Story 3 that was Tim Allen and Tom Hanks talking. And then he showed the same thing, but with a picture in picture of Tim Allen and Tom Hanks in the voiceover mm. booth. And... That voiceover booth footage was synced with the edits that went into the actual movie. And you saw that there were multiple in-word edits Mm -hmm. in single sentences. Like a single sentence would have multiple takes in a single word. So here's, here's what I would say to your point. I believe you're absolutely correct, Jordan. I believe these voiceover actors are professionals. These people know what they're doing. We saw when Mark Gagliardi came in to do Bubble and just sat down and did 7,000 voices right. for each character in a row, every one more perfect than the last. These people are professionals. You know who else did that? Fucking Daniel Radford. Daniel Radford Daniel plays like Radford 10 different people in Bubble. It yep. was nice and it was cool, but also like it reminds me of, and thank you, um, it reminds me very much of 
uh, there was a like a behind the music or something where uh, some kind of MTV thing where they were showing Christina Aguilera doing different takes and the producer being like, we're going to take that run and mix it with that next stanza. And she was like, oh, no, now we're showing off like the whole game. It's like, yeah, like literally everyone is doing that where they're like, they're gumping together. Like this run was perfect. And this take of that next line is perfect. So we're just going to put them together. And then is gumping. Is that a music production term? Meaning when you take one word (laughs) from something and then you take a sofa. (laughs) And then... um, it, it, it's when all of a sudden you're running and you get to meet the president in the 60s. Is mm-hmm. what <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Now, if you're talking about who supports this show, well, it's the members of Maximum Fun, first and foremost. So our thanks to them. Sure is. Sure is. Every single one of those members, everybody carrying one of those little cards, virtual or otherwise. Uh, We're also supported this week by our friends at ZipRecruiter. Look, Jordan. Yes. I have a small business. A little something called MaximumFun.org. Heard of it. You know what's hard? Finding the right candidates for jobs. That's what's hard, Ooh, Jordan. boy. I bet that is tough. I'm exhausted just listening to you say the problem. That's why I got to go with the crude, baby. ZipRecruiter yeah. Zip isn't just some website that you throw your job opening up onto and then 20,000 people email you. What do they do? Among other things, ZipRecruiter will help you choose an ideal candidate and then invite them to apply for your job. For example, Jordan. Yes. Let's say you were hiring for co-hosts on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> right? You could okay. look Is at all a, of the some personnel changes I should know about coming and up. And you should you sh- you could pick somebody who was talented instead oh. of me. Yeah. <laughs> like Gregory Hines. <laughs> yes, that's perfect. Invite him to apply. Yeah, I would love God, to. I'd love to get a hoofer on here. <laughs> yeah, I'll see if Gregory Hines is on ZipRecruiter. Look, Gregory Hines is dead, but that doesn't mean you can't use ZipRecruiter to invite Savion Glover to apply. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Here's what you're going to want to do. You're going to want to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo, and you can try all this for free. It gives you, as the hiring manager, the power to pick your favorites from top candidates. See for yourself. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash J-J-G-O to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash J-J-Go. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. We're also supported this week by our friends at Magic Spoon, which my youngest child calls Magic Poon. (laughs) Um, This is a breakfast cereal that is made without grain, Jordan. I, now, look, a lot of people say to me, Jesse, what is this made out of? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> it's tasty. It's gorgeous. And it's pretty nutritious. Yeah. So you just shove it in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Sight unseen. Yeah. Quit complaining. 13 to 14 grams of protein, <laughs> only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Uh, gluten-free. Soy-free, 
This stuff is gorgeous. I eat this. I eat Magic Spoon almost every day for breakfast. I love this stuff. Peanut butter flavor. It's super tasty. Uh, if, if you want to cut down on carbs and sugar, it's such a great choice. You can do it for breakfast. You can do it for a midnight snack. All kinds of awesome flavors. Cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, and of course, maple waffle. Oh, maple waffle. That's a, that's a, that was an audience favorite. Yeah. Not just in the Jordan Jesse Go audience, but in the broader Magic Poon fan community. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, people were worried it was going to go away because it was just a seasonal, temporary flavor. You know what they did? They locked it down. They made it permanent. Yeah. They put a ring on it. Maple waffle. They put waffle. a ring on it. Maple waffle and cookies and cream. Uh, they're both uh, in the Magic Spoon family permanently. Uh, you can get a, uh, you can build your own custom bundle of all your favorite flavors. Uh, and, and it's a real treat. Magic Spoon, uh, we like it. We think you will like it, too. Go to magicspoon.com slash JJGo to grab a custom bundle of cereal and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code JJGo at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon's so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. So fucking tired of those questions that the other yeah. breakfast cereal companies put me through. No, no questions from Magic Spoon. Magicspoon.com slash JJGo and use code JJGo to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Can I drop a quick plug here, Jordan? I'm going to drop a love quick. To. This is a freebie. This one Do is one. what they call a freebie. Do a freebie. I'd always dreamed of having built-in shelving mm-hmm. in my living room and parlor. I live in a very old house. There's very old-timey wood in there. And I always thought it would be nice to have a kind of library mm. sort of deal. You know, sure. place to put books and records. And But I was worried that if I hired somebody to do it, they would do a shitty job that wouldn't be pretty like the pretty wood from 1889 or whatever the wood came in that's in my house already. I was a little paralyzed about this. Mm -hmm. In the end, I'll tell you what I did. What? I emailed Nick Offerman from Parks and Recreation. (laughs) And I said, this guy knows wood. Yeah, I'm talking about his his thing. This guy has the most incredible hard-ons. And so I email Nick Offerman. He refers me to this women's woodworking collective. Mm -hmm. I email the women's woodworking collective. I'm thinking about doing wood like library shelves in my blah, 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 blah. The woman emails me back, look, this is a collective, so we're going to pass the conch, and in a few weeks, you might hear from us or you might not. So I'm like, okay, I'll accept it. Nick Offerman referred me to this. Week, 10 days later, I'm thinking, nobody wants this. I get an email from this guy. He says, hey, I know this is weird, but uh, because I'm a dude and I'm in the Women's Woodworking Collective, my name is Max. Mm-hmm. and uh, I'm the only person in the collective right now that's doing this kind of cabinet work, he says, and I would love to take this on or at least make you a proposal for these shelves. And he said, I hope this isn't weird. I'm a Max Fund member and a Jordan Jesse Goat listener. Hey, check it out. And I said, I mean, it is weird in the sense that there's not a good reason to listen to the show, <laughs> that most people don't, you know, over yeah. 99.99% of Americans do not listen to Jordan Jessica. You know, even my, my wife doesn't listen to it. You know, she's got, she's got what they call horse sense. 
And, uh, but I said, of course. And you know what he did? He built some spectacularly beautiful shelves. Okay. He brought the trim all the way around the shelves, Jordan. The trim Oof. from my walls, he took it out of the walls, built the shelves, then put the trim onto the shelves. Beautiful. Spectacular. So if you're in Southern California, you want him to make furniture for you, do cabinet work for you, any kind of custom woodwork, Max Wilson Millworks is the name of his is the name of his outfit. Max Mills, Max Wilson Millworks.com. You can go on his website and look at some spectacularly beautiful doors he's made. Um I mean, the man the man makes beautiful shit and he's a very nice man. And if you hire him to make something, you can ask him what the inside of my house is like. And if you learned any of my secrets. What a treat. So MaxWilsonMillworks.com, custom woodworking. That's a free plug. I didn't get anything for that. I just appreciate the great job he did. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Danielle Radford, the Rad Star. That's fine. So when something momentous happens to you, give us a call, 206-984-4FUN, or send us a voice memo at jjgo at maximumfun.org. We've got a segment uh, where we play those calls and voice memos. It's called Momentous Occasions. That's the segment we're doing now. So I might as well have our producer, Brian Sunday Fernandez, press play on one of those calls so someone can share their momentous occasion with us for momentous occasions. Uh, hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Joe. This is Matt, the teacher in Ithaca. Uh, I just had a baby. My lovely wife had a yummy, yummy craving for Taco Bell, and I ended up at the back of the line. There was 14 cars ahead of me waiting, waiting. Listening to you have a lovely chat with Sarah Val. Oh, so great. And I get to place my order. And I just, you know, I've worked in service, so I want to hype up the person taking my order. You guys are doing such a great job. Thank you so much for taking care of all of us. It's a little crazy out here, but I hope that you guys are having fun in there. And we're just so appreciative that you're feeding all of us food tonight, this Friday night. The little high school kid is like that is so nice um you know that is that is so nice i want to buy your dinner and i'm like no 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 that's don't, don't do that that's okay you don't have to do that she's like no i insist you can't stop me and so i get to the front of the line um and i'm like thank you so much that was so great i really hope all of you guys are having you know fun tonight we really appreciate all this and the one cook who's like in the back, he's like, we're not having any fun. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, this guy's pissed. I'm sorry. And he's like, we're having a Baja blast. <laughs> wow. And it, that just chilled me. It was, oh, shit, I'm going to pull over. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's what they call the prestige. Yes. <laughs> the I have, to, I have to say this. Please, Danielle. I have to say this. This was amazing because obviously like uh, everyone who was working fast food right now who hasn't just like straight up walked out and told their managers to go fuck themselves. 
Like, I, I, I get it and I love you. Heroes. So I Heroes love, all. I love that this dude was like, yeah, blah, 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 whatever, had a baby. But what's most important is right. that I went to Taco Bell. And, and, and at the Taco Bell, um, they My wished me- My wife was like, baby. Uh, but what's most important is they wished me a happy Baha blast. <laughs> I mean, so I, I have a couple of thoughts going into that. One, I, I, I for some reason, thought when he's like, oh, oh, we had a baby, he was going back and telling the story of how the baby happened. And for some reason, I thought the beginning <laughs> was, I brought I brought someone Taco Bell. And that is then, how you make babies happen. Yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, so I thought that was like part of it. Like my wife wasn't sure she wanted to have a kid, but once she saw that I could bring home some Taco Bell, she's <laughs> like, this is the one. Um, Can I just... Yes, Jesse. Roll down the window, please, sir. Uh, yeah. Hi. What's the What's the problem? I'm sure you know why I'm pulling you over. Uh, I don't actually. I thought I was going the speed limit to have a taillight out or something. Bringing too much goddamn joy to the world. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, don't turn off your body cam. <laughs> no. It, it reminded me of that old Nathan Fillion one eight hundred collect commercial where he's trying to like fit in. I don't know if y'all remember collect calls. Back in the day, we used to have to make collect yeah. calls. And you would do a, a, a thing where you would record a message so people would know it was you. And Nathan Fillion, um, the people's Nathan Fillion, yes. did one mm-hmm. where he goes, he tries to fit in. We had a baby. It's a boy in one of those. And so I, I definitely was thinking, like, we had a baby. It's a bell taco. (laughs) (laughs) It's a chalupa. (laughs) You know, I uh, when when I got my cabin, you have to get a phone there because there's no cell phone. Mm -hmm. Cell phones don't work. There's no real internet up there, so you got to have a regular landline phone. And I didn't want to pay the like thirty dollars a month for a long distance plan, so I'm like, it's not going to get used all the time. It's a lot of money on a month to month basis. So I'm just going to use 1010 numbers to call long distance. I spent five hours on the internet trying to find a working 1010 oh, number. Wow. I'm like, well, who's, why would, why would Gilbert Gottfried lie to Which me? Which one did about- Carrot Top advertise? Exactly. Oh, and in that the poor end- man, he got so beat up that he had to get bulk. Yeah. <laughs> People kept trying to shove him into things. I mean, yeah, it was his only choice was to get jacked. In the end, I found that the only thing that you can do is you can order a phone card from Sam's Club. Mm -hmm. Sam's Club is like the only Mm -hmm. place you can get a phone card anymore. And it's only because people need phone cards to make calls out of prisons. That's like the only use case left for phone cards and 1010 numbers is because all everybody's phone now comes with long distance calls, uh, but none of the ten ten numbers work. Anyway, it's just a little uh, look back at ten ten numbers, mm-hmm. a thing that was every commercial for roughly seven years. Also, I do have to mention this: Carrot Top recently posted a photo on Instagram where his dick was all the way out. And it no was way! It was him, like, crouched out in a garden and his dick was coming out of his shorts like total three company stuff. What kind of dick has he got? 
I don't know, just like a red one. <laughs> a little redden. Sure. A little pinky. I feel bad, but I also feel like I've heard this is not the first time that he's had his dick out on Instagram, and I think it might just be a thing that he does because he thinks it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's sort of like his act, you know? You see it, you're like, well, I'm, I can see why people like it. It's pretty funny. Sure, yeah. Well, because at this point, like, it's not like you can't do, like, you can do prop comedy, but, like, uh, it's way funnier to like just have your dick out on Instagram and not have them take it down. Right. Nothing you can, nothing you can glue to a toilet seat will be as funny as a dick out on Instagram. Jordan, do you think maybe uh, you should start your tour of comedians created character movies with a viewing of Chairman of the Board? Oh yeah, maybe. I'm <laughs> now that we're talking about it. I'm like. Jordan, don't do this. <laughs> these don't, don't. These just keep them, keep them in a special place in your mind. I recently rewatched a bunch of Gem and the Holograms. I don't recommend going back in your wow. memories. Yeah. yeah, I imagine that's a horrible show. Oh, it does not hold up. All those children's programs of our childhood are truly execrably bad, just astonishingly bad. You know what I think it was? I think that they just did a fucking great job with those theme songs. They really did. The fucking mm-hmm. theme song to Thundercats is so good. The show Thundercats is not good. The theme song is great. Um, you know, I think you have a little bit of a better return with like a DuckTales or a Rescue Rangers, but those mm-hmm. songs are far better than the shows. And that's also yeah. later. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. Like, and they're not the ones, like, these are the ones that were very much like, Mattel was like, right. how do we sell more toys? We have a warehouse full of irregular Barbies. <laughs> how can we <laughs> make a show to move them? And their eyes glow. Yeah, yeah. they're like. Rotoscope the intro and then let it slide. This Ken is horrifying. It looks like some kind of circus freak lion man. Great news. We just invented Thundercats. <laughs> it's He-Man's me- nemesis in Mecha Neck. <laughs> this, these Kens have weird necks. <laughs> this cat was too big. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, He-Man rides him. Uh, you know how people ride cats around. Why is this? Uh, I wish in my dreams. Why is this... Why is this Ken covered with green flocking? It's a little something called Moss Man, my friend. Moss Man, baby. And it's uh, got a distinctive smell. It is, yeah, it is It is interesting that, like, that, you know, that is, like, prime kid entertainment for us. And it was so, it, it, you know, they, they are objectively bad. And, and, you know, like, obviously great memories, some fun toys, uh, you know, all that stuff. But just not, not great tv shows they might be worse than those like let's get a gang in a van together and solve crimes shows like fang face or something yeah the hanna-barbera kind of (laughs) jabber jaw i think that those at least have a a shark celebrity (laughs) i talk like a three stooge (laughs) i was gonna say a celebrity (laughs) impression (laughs) from the golden age of cinema in them yeah (laughs) um and it is interesting that like kids entertainment now like is is so good by comparison you know like mm. steven universe is so good and like god it's so good you know and and yeah and like even the like goofy stuff even the kind of cashity stuff like you were talking about jesse like the lego shows like are still like genuinely funny yeah. and have jokes and it is wild that like modern kids probably just watch that baby shark video over and over again yes i know <laughs> 
Uh, like, you have 10 different shows about how gender is a spectrum being yeah. written by alternative comics artists. Or you're watching whatever weird thing is on YouTube where it's like uh, Elsa and Anna yeah. maybe hug. And it's like, why is this? Right. And yeah. then she what gets a C-section this? and a racist <laughs> makes slime. Yeah. Spider-Man poops. Like, what? <laughs> you're just watching a Malaysian woman's hands put together Lego sets? <laughs> You guys have a beautiful meditation on grief. <laughs> now, I'm just going to keep watching the thing where Spider-Man pees on yeah. Superman. A music what? video about Among Us. <laughs> 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 Fucking kids don't know how good they have it. 206-984-4FUN. JJ go at MaximumFun.org. 206, baby! All day until I die. Home of the cream cheese hot dog. 206, <laughs> cream up that dog. Our voicemail server is at Safeco Field. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. La, la, la. Well, hello, I'm Renee Colvert. Hi, I'm Alexis Preston, and we are the hosts of Can I Pet Your Dog? And we got breaking news, we got an expose, and all the beans have been spilled via an Apple podcast review that said, this show isn't well-researched. <gasps> well, yeah, no duh. Of course it's not. Not since the day we started has it been well-researched. Guessing and anthropomorphizing dogs is what we do. The Can I Pet Your Dog promise is that we will never do more than 10 seconds of research before telling you excitedly about any dog we see. I'm going to come at you with top 10 enthusiasm, minimal facts. We're here for a good time, not an educated time. So if you love dogs and you don't love research, well, <laughs> you know what? Come on in to Can I Pet Your Dog podcast every Tuesday on Maximum Fun Network. <laughs> Hi, I'm Joe Firestone. And I'm Manolo Moreno. And we host After Game Show, a podcast where listeners submit games and we play them regardless of quality with a dozen listeners from around the world. We've had folks call in from as far as Sweden, South Africa, and the Philippines. Here's an example. Uh, Yesterdog, where players must sing a Beatles song but throw in the word dog and dog-related terms. Like, give an example, Manolo? Yeah. Hey, dog. Dog, 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 bone. Oh, okay. Dr. Game Show has new episodes every other Wednesday on Maximum Fun. Check us out. Check us out. Nice. La, la, la. Jordan, Jesse Gomm, Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. Um, Danielle Radford, your favorite wrestler who never wrestled. <laughs> you know, it's one of the sad parts about not working out of the office at Maximum Fun, which you have not been doing, is that I don't get Danielle Radford wandering past my desk to go over to the studio to do tightsy fightsy. <laughs> what a bummer not to see Danielle brightening my day. Oh. Look, no offense to Hal or Lindsay or any of the other tightsy fightsies, but everybody wants to see Daniel Radford wander past their desk, bring in a little ray of sunshine. It's nice to see. It's nice to see your gargantuan cat thing. Oh, it, you just like that I yell about Mirepoix sometimes. Yeah, who doesn't want to hear yelling about Mirepoix? I it's often... a great base for all kinds of soups and sauces. 
Uh, tights and fights, we talk about wrestling, but sometimes we also yell about great bases for soups and sausages. Yeah. Danielle, am I am I wrong in thinking that in addition to tights and fights, you also have like a shit ton of cool shit going on right now? Am I wrong about that? Um, sure. I, uh, um, in addition to tights and fights, I am also, uh, as most people know me, I'm one of the talking heads on the, um, fandom screen junkies universe stuff that happens in the mornings. Um, I'm one of the writers on honest trailers. So if you like those, Hey, that's great. I like it. Um, I wrote a comic book recently, um, that you can buy. And I think it's actually, they, they released like a, um, it was a mini series based on the TV show, uh, Agretzko. And, um, mine was Agretzko meet her world number three. And I think they put all of those into a graphic novel now. So I think you can just buy those from Oni Press. Um, what else am I doing? Uh, I just did, uh, a thing that people really like, which made me wild because I couldn't believe that people were so into it. Um, but dimension 20, we recently did a, um, TTP RPG called Misfits and magic, which people really liked, um, which I was super into. I was the voice of our robot on a TV show. I've done some stuff. I don't yeah. Know. That's a resume. <laughs> yeah. Daniel's staying busy. A lot of people are just learning how to do needlepoint or whatever. Um, I look, I try, I bought a guitar. I bought a ukulele. I, I did some, I tried to knit. Um, I tried to do so many things during quarantine. It was wild. I would still like to do needlepoint. I should still. In the end, you're like, why don't I just do a robot on TV? It's going to be a TV robot. It's going to be a TV robot. Just a TV robot. Fucking TV robot checks. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Danielle, thanks for coming. And thanks. Thanks for fucking taking notes. You know, yeah. Thanks for taking notes. We appreciate it. You know who I'm doesn't take nerd. notes? Chris Fairbanks. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say Brian. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Brian doesn't take notes. Chris He's the Fairbanks producer of the goddamn Slater. show. <laughs> Jamie Kennedy doesn't take notes because oh. <laughs> it would ruin the experiment. <laughs> <laughs> he was nice when I picked him up in a little go-kart and drove him to set, so. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Oh, I'd like- love to drive around in a little coke. Was that the best? Would you say that was the best part of being a PA on Living with Fran? Yes. And occasionally getting to interact with Fran Drescher, who was lovely and always very nice to Great. me. Awesome. That's really cool. Well, we've had a lot of fun here. Brian Sunny D. Fernandez is our producer, Valerie Moffat on the web internet stream. Uh, you can find us on Reddit, MaximumFun.Reddit.com. You can find us on Twitter at Jesse Thorne, at Jordan underscore Morris. Hashtag at JJ Go over there on Twitter. We're on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Jordan Jesse Go. Uh, we love you all very much. And our theme music is Love You by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.